this is Rich Liga, and you're listening to The Sound on 89.5 KQAL in Winona. Welcome to The Sound, KQAL-FM's weekly behind-the-scenes look at Midwestern-made music. From writing and recording to distribution and promotion, The Sound is your source for new releases and exclusive interviews from Midwestern artists. Support for The Sound is made possible by a grant from the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund. Rolling. Tonight on The Sound, we dive into a homebrewed instrumental album by Rich Liga of Hollowed Ground. Rich has been part of the Winona area music scene for over 30 years and is most known in the area for fronting local metal band Hollowed Ground. Rich's third and latest album, titled Speechless, is a collection of instrumental tracks that show off his songwriting and his prowess on the guitar. Rich joined KQAL's Bill Stoneberg in the studio to talk about the making of the new album, his thoughts on writing instrumental music versus music with vocals, and plans for Hollowed Ground to start playing live again. I'm Briley Harris, and now here's KQAL's Bill Stoneberg with Rich Liga tonight on The Sound. Conquering Mountains from the album Speechless, that's the latest solo effort from Hallowed Ground singer-guitarist Rich Liga, and joining us in the studio tonight is Rich Liga. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How are you doing tonight? Good, good, good. Glad I could come down. Yeah, for sure. You know, like we were talking a little bit before we started, um, uh, we've known each other for a long time. God, I don't even know. It's got to be, what, 30 years at least? Something or, like that. Yeah, it started like a junior high. I was in junior high. Yeah. yeah I think you were just yeah, freshman, like in, freshman high school. in high school. So, yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> I don't even yeah. want to add that up. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so so the new record, um, it's instrumental. Your last two have been. Um, um, do you play all the instruments on it, too? Is that... How's that go down? Like, are, are there other people on it? or I layer all the tracks myself. Um mm-hmm. And I mean, the inspiration comes from all over. And over the years, I've learned to play bass out of necessity. Right, right. <laughs> Learn to, uh, I can play basic drums, but to be honest, majority of the drums, the basic stuff is programmed. Okay. And then I'll throw some fills in and some live cymbals and mix it all up to give it oh, a cool. realistic sound, you know? Nice, nice. So you do all that yourself. You play the cymbals and yes. stuff like that. Yeah, I, I, I track everything out in my own studio. And I own okay. my own studio in my basement. Nice, so. nice. Oh, so that's why we're hearing so much music from you. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's I've actually had it for years, but... Right. Uh, it's just you know with everything going on in the past year or so i've released two albums over the last year right so right. it's just kind of added to keeping me busy you know yeah definitely so the band hallowed ground you guys uh, 
record in that studio as well? And, we did. Uh-huh. Um, we released our album originally back in 2011. Right. So yeah. we've been together for quite a few years. Um, we recorded and released an album back in 2011. Um, actually ended up becoming more of a cover band. Right. So that's kind of my outlet for getting the covers out. And then for my original stuff, I've kind of gone more on my own. Okay. Okay. So that's the solo stuff then. Yeah. Um, so how do you, so, you know, like I mentioned the last two, you know, this one, uh, Speechless and uh, Without a Word, both instrumental albums. Like, how do you decide, because your first uh, solo record, uh, Becoming, that was... Um, I had vocals and stuff on it. So how do you decide, like, you know, if you're going to add vocals to it or, you know, do a whole instrumental album or one with vocals? Um, or does it just kind of happen that way? It's however it happens. Um, I'm obviously or honestly a little more comfortable doing instrumental stuff. Okay. Um, years ago, way back in, like, the early 90s, I had this uh, instrumental album that I recorded. Mm-hmm. And really, it was unnamed. It was unreleased. I did it on a four track, a little old Fostex, right. and just recorded a couple of rhythm guitar parts and some lead guitar parts in it. Turned out quite well, and I ended up selling a couple hundred copies just that I made myself. Nice. Um, just sold them to friends and family and you know whoever. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that unnamed album actually came back to haunt me. Um, without a word uh-huh is a reproduction i relearned every one of those songs oh really re-recorded them with the new studio it, um so without a word you know back in 2020 i released that right and that really became the new version of that original unreleased album oh cool and i had a lot of fun doing it so uh-huh. i'm like well okay let's you know i had a few more things kind of hanging out in my studio and uh-huh. i just pieced them together and um, got a little inspiration from some things that I do. Like you said, uh, this last song that we just listened to was uh, Conquering Mountains. Yeah. To me, the feel of that song, um, I took up mountain biking this last year, right? Right. And yeah. to me, the feel of that song reminds me of just flowing on what they call a flowy trail. You know, oh, it's just that okay. energy. Yeah. You come around that corner, you, you know, people out there can't see what I'm doing with my hands, but you know, you're, <laughs> right. you're flowing up and down these hills and around these corners and it, it just gives me that feeling. So right. that's where Conquering Mountains came from. Cool, cool. Um, I want to talk a little bit about that more, um, you know, that uh, the feeling you get through instrumental music and stuff like that. But uh, uh, before we do that, let's get back to some tunes. We'll play another track off the album. Um, this one's called Pieces of Me. Um, is there any kind of story behind this one or anything like that? or? literally pieces oh yeah i said i had some tracks that were just hanging out in my studio and this was like a Uh bunch of little bits and pieces that really Uh didn't fit into other songs cool and i kind of pulled them together and put them into a track oh nice nice all right well we're here talking to rich liggett tonight and uh his new album is called speechless uh you can get it on uh, all your streaming services and stuff like that uh this next track it's called pieces of me right here on the sound on 89.5 kqal
That was Pieces of Me. That's from Speechless. That's the latest album from Rich Lega. Uh, and we have him in the studio with us tonight. Uh, Rich, so um, we talked a little bit about, you know, you record in the studio by yourself, um, you know, doing all the instruments and stuff. Um, and then we talked a little bit about that, uh, like the feeling behind that. The first track we played was the first track of the album, Conquering Mountains, you know. And we talked about the feeling, you know, that you have, you right. know, mountain biking and stuff like that. So when you're writing um, instrumental music, does it still have like a specific theme in mind or, you know, or is it kind of more broad than that? Not always. Okay. I would say a majority of the songs, I start with a feeling. Okay. I build on that. And then... I try to figure out what that feeling reminds me of. There are other times where I get a subject matter in mind right. and how does this make me feel? And then I write to it. So I kind of work both ways. You okay, know? cool, cool. So Conquering Mountains would probably be one of those examples where it's like you're thinking about mountain biking or? I actually came up with the main, like the intro riff first uh -huh. without even thinking about it. And I'm oh, like, okay. hey, that you know, flows. Ah, and feels like that. And then I yeah. built off of it. So. Okay, cool, cool. And then Pieces of Me, would that be the other style then, where it's like, you know. You yeah, kinda... I didn't know what I was writing about with uh -huh. Pieces of Me. I was in, Pieces of Me was actually, that's why I named it that, because it literally is pieces from over the years. Mm -hmm. You know, many right. years that I've had my studio, it's like I record this riff, and it's like, hey, this riff's kind of cool. I never used it over the years, uh -huh, you know, right. a, a year later, maybe I write this other little piece uh -huh. and it's like, um, uh, doesn't fit in with anything I'm doing, you know? So uh -huh. I kind of took a lot of those pieces uh -huh. and put them together and just named it pieces of me. Nice. Nice. I like that. Um, it reminds me of what you were saying about the, um, uh, uh, without a word, you know, the album before this, where it was stuff that you had, you know, on that unreleased album a long time ago. Um, so that, I think that's really cool. It's almost like you, you're coming full circle, you know, like it's something that you released by yourself, you know. Right. Um, and, and, and that one, I do have to give a little credit to my wife because years ago she's like, whatever happened to that instrumental, that was always my favorite stuff. Yeah. You know, I, I do a lot of singing with the band. I've released albums with vocals. Um, but she always liked the instrumental stuff. And oh, cool. she, it really, after I, she said that, it really kind of rolled around my head a little bit. And I'm like, you know, I dug out, I, the only copy of it I have is an old warped copy. It's not even clean, oh, wow. you know? Oh, so wow. I relearned all the songs off of an old warped copy and <laughs> re-recorded them. So. Cool. So a cassette tape then, right? You know? It was a cassette, but I had tried to remaster it to a CD so it didn't get any worse. But it, you oh, know, all okay. the warped sure. it's still came there. in with right, it. So, right. yep. Oh, wow. And I'm assuming, so is that how you originally recorded it back in the day? Like on a. It was originally recorder? recorded on a Fostex four track, and it truly was four tracks back then. Right. There was one, maybe two rhythm guitars, uh -huh. a drum machine, right. and a lead guitar. <laughs> maybe, nice. and if there wasn't two rhythm guitars, there was guitar harmonies. Oh yeah, you know, there leads. You go. Right. So there right. wasn't a, wasn't even a bass on that original album. Wow, interesting. Interesting. Do you think that uh, your writing has changed now that uh, you're using the, you know, we're in the digital world and you're, you know, using a computer as opposed to a tape machine? It honestly, yes, it has changed quite a bit. Yeah. Because um, now I can just loop something, go over and over oh. and get something in my head. And then once I loop it, a rhythm maybe, mm -hmm. and write a lead or a melody, 
Then I come back and maybe change that rhythm to fit the melody a little. Right. Whereas before, I'd have to pre-think everything. Yeah. It's down on tape. It's done. It's, you know. Right. There it is. Yeah. So now, yeah, I can go back and do a lot of editing and do a lot of pieces. Right. Ah, there you go. And like the, the, like the last track we played. Cool. Um, well, let's let's play some more tunes. Uh, this is going to be track three off the album. This, the album's called Speechless. Uh, we're talking to Rich Liggett tonight, and uh, here's track three. It's called Balance, right here on 89.5 KQAL, The Sound. <laughs> Balance, that's off of Speechless. That's the latest album from Rich Liga. Uh, he's the guitarist for Hallowed Ground. You might know him from there. Um, and we have him in the studio tonight. Uh, Rich, you know, we we're talking a little bit about your recording process, you know, and how things have changed over the years, you know, from going from the Fostax tape machine to uh, the digital world. Um, do you play, you talked a little bit about playing like uh, live cymbals on the new album, you know, like, so you use a drum machine, live cymbals. Um, play the bass. Um, yeah, years ago, yeah. You're probably referring to, uh, you know, years ago I said I used strictly drum machines on that first right, recording. Right, Now I try to mix things up, try to give it a real sound. Okay. So I record a lot of it. It's still on programmed drums. Uh-huh. Um, but I also come back and I might add some live cymbals in there, some real crashes, some uh-huh. hi-hat, some, right. just to give it a more realistic feel. Feel, yeah. Um, yeah. Since, you know, you probably don't all want to hear me actually play the drums. <laughs> <laughs> I can, I can keep a beat, I right. can play, right. but I, I'm not uh, the world's greatest drummer, so. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do, the rest of the instruments are all played. Um, I play keyboards, I play nice. bass, I play guitar. Cool. Um, so. It's all, that's all real instruments. Nice, nice. How about, uh, well, and since this is kind of like guitar-centered music, um, how about your guitar rig? Uh, what are you using? What kind of guitar do you play? And, uh, um, 
for years I've been a big Ibanez fan. Okay. Um, and back probably around oh, I'd have to say around two thousand three, okay. early two thousands. Uh-huh. Um, I switched over to playing seven string. Oh, okay, nice. So I have played pretty much exclusively seven string guitars oh, wow. since the early two thousands. Um, I do still own a couple of six strings. I have an original RG seven seventy. Oh, nice. Um, which nice. was the guitar I had my senior picture taken with. Right. Yeah. I still own yeah. that guitar. Cool. <laughs> um, and I also have an original eighty seven Ibanez Gem autographed and oh, numbered wow. by Steve Vai. Oh, cool. Um, who obviously with the guitar music has been a big inspiration. To right, me. right. So, and I actually used those two guitars. I switched back to six string for one album. Oh, really? Um, that was the uh, Without a Word album that I okay. released last year. Right. Not the right. current one we're talking about, but last year's album, because that was almost a remake of itself. And back oh, then, right. I yeah. played all six strings. So. Right. Oh. Um, what was that like then, going back to six strings? It's a little weird, but it's really, it's like uh, like they say, riding a bike. Yeah. I mean, I, I picked it up and played it, you know, and every right. once in a while, I dust those guitars off and still play them. Nice. Um, just nice. for something a little different, just uh-huh. to, you know. But, yeah, and as far as the rest of it goes, um, when I perform live, I do have a Marshall TSL Series amp, okay. um, all tube, which I actually don't always use anymore. Uh-huh. I've gotten to uh, start using more processed um, because some of the okay. new simulators and stuff have such a great sound. Okay. And when you're recording all that hiss is gone. It's a lot quieter. Oh, a lot quieter, yeah. Um, and in a smaller venue, like even when I'm playing with the band in a smaller venue, you don't have to drag in a big amp. You don't have to, right. you know. It's uh, very convenient. Now, when I'm mm. playing a big outdoor stage or something, I still take the amps along because right. it fills up that void. Yeah, yeah. Get the volume in there for sure. Um, what about uh, effects, you know? Um I hear I hear a lot of wah wah pedal on it, um, which I really dig. Um, I recently saw a movie put out by Reverb.com, uh, the pedal movie, and uh, absolutely loved it. Saw it up in uh, Rochester at Grey Duck Theater. But uh, do you have a favorite pedal, or any, or like a favorite effect, anything like that? I love a subtle delay and crybaby. Okay. Um, that's really about my go tos. Very uh-huh. occasionally I'll use a harmonizer, but the harmonies that most of them that you hear are uh-huh. true harmonies recorded okay. with multiple guitar parts. You actually played them all. Yeah. Um, other than, yeah, just a little delay and some crybaby, right. wah-wah, that's really my main um, effects other than, cool. you know, your distortions and dialing in an EQ and uh-huh. right. co- right. a slight basic. bit of compression. I don't like a yeah. lot, but a little bit of compression, right. a little, you know. Right. Cool, cool. Well, wow, wow. That's a that's a cool one to, uh, for a go to. I like that. I like that. Um, Thanks, Joe Sadriani. <laughs> right? Yeah, for <laughs> sure, for sure. Um, speaking of which, let's get to influences also. But uh, before we do that, we'll play another track. We'll come back and we'll uh, talk about influences and stuff like that. We're talking to Rich Liga. Uh, his newest album is called Speechless. Uh, instrumental stuff. Um, This next track is called 19 Spiral, and you're listening to it on the sound on 89.5 KQAL.
And that was 19 Spiral. That is uh, a track off of Speechless, which is the latest record from uh, Rich Liga, or uh, album, I should say. Record, I'm kind of dating myself there saying that. <laughs> but um, so before we, we almost, we're starting to get into influences. We were talking about uh, uh, your guitar rig and stuff like that. And uh, wah-wah pedal, you know, you mentioned uh, Joe Satriani. Um, how, how about influences? Who else, uh, like what other players kind of influence you? Years ago, again, mm-hmm. dating myself. Right. right. <laughs> um, I was always a huge Steve Vai fan. Yeah. Um, Steve Vai, Joe Satriani. And uh, there was a very small little niche of guitar players back in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, guitar Magazine actually recorded or released Guitar Label. Ooh. Where they had all these up and coming young guitarists. Right. Um, like Greg Howell was one of them. Okay. Nice. Um, Blue Saraceno. Mm-hmm. Um, Richie Kotzen. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. so a, a lot of those guys left a mark on me early. Uh huh. Right. As I moved on and started moving through styles that I feel, um, I started getting really into some heavy music, mm-hmm. which to me drives more of my rhythms. Right. Probably right. not the soloing, uh, just uh-huh. more of the rhythms. Um, Malmsteen, really, I don't think he was an influence of mine, but I listened to a lot of them when I was younger. So it kind of, I got that feel, you it's know, the little neoclassical. There's right. that little bit, but it's not prominent. Mm-hmm. Um, but right now, I'd have to say, you know, one of my favorite guitar players is. Uh, well, there's so many out there, it's hard to pick right, one. But I, uh, I really love what Dream Theater and John Petrucci. Oh, okay. The the style that they're doing. If I could really sit down and emulate anybody, I think it would probably be uh, that style. Cool. But then again, everybody has their own opinions. Everybody has their uh-huh. own attitude. And right. I sit down and what comes out is what comes out. Right. So that really became my style. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I listen to a lot. I mean, I'm right. naming all these rock bands, but I also I've listened to classical over the years. Mm-hmm. I, you know, my wife's a big fan of country, so I'm hearing a lot of country getting processed right, in here. Right. I'm hearing, you know, all kinds of music. The only yeah. thing, um, sorry if I disappoint anybody, but I'm not a big rap fan. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, not a lot much, of guitars and rap. You know, too much rap, too much dance music. That's just not really my thing. But anything else that I listen to really could be considered an influence. Right. Totally. Totally. I think you can hear that too because it does. You, you have your own thing going on. You know, like you said, you sit down and play, and uh, whatever comes out comes out. It's you. You know. Yeah. It's it's really how I'm inspired and what 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 kind of gets to me at that moment like the the last song 19 spiral uh-huh um very melodramatic right very acoustic guitar picking in the mm-hmm. background and then you've got a layer of electric clean electric over it and then you've got all these like swirling feel almost mm-hmm. and w- the whole inspiration from that uh, look at the title 19 spiral, spiral yeah covid 19 i mean i'm sick of sitting around i'm bored Uh i'm just kind of depressed kind of you know so that song really brought out that low mood you know Mm -hmm. as opposed to conquering mountains how we started this whole thing right with that upbeat that swing feel you know so again the feeling really plays into the instrumentals right do you think that uh with the instrumental stuff um do you think you can get even more expressive with the with the, you know the feeling behind the song when there's no actual words to sing, you know? It really varies. Yeah. And I think in my personal 
way I perform and play, mm-hmm. I would say yes okay. when it comes to me writing things. Right. Um, because as a lyricist, I'm not a hundred percent confident in the melodies that I put okay. under my okay. vocals. I feel like a lot of times when I do a vocal song, there the vocal line is kind of boring. I okay. try to keep the music behind it energy. And okay. that's where I'm really getting into the instrumental stuff on the last two albums. Uh-huh. Um, although I do have uh, a single that'll be coming out soon. Ooh, nice. Um, with vocals. Oh, okay. Cool. Do you have a release date for that um, yet? Or? Not officially. Okay. I'm looking at... Like summer, mid June, mid to late June. Oh, okay, nice. Um, so it'll be very soon, but uh, very nice. Um, no, it's not official yet, uh-huh. and I'm still tying up some loose ends on it. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm planning on releasing the original version and possibly an acoustic version. Oh, nice, cool. So we'll have a, a couple new tunes, sort of. You know. Yeah, it's just going to yeah. be a single. It won't be a full album, right. but it's it, it's that next step into my vocal journey. Oh, so. Okay. Ah, cool. So maybe we'll hear some more vocal tunes in the future? Um, yeah. Right on. I'm right hoping on. so. I've actually been learning a lot of vocal exercises, learning okay. a lot of uh, things to hopefully strengthen my voice. Uh-huh. And I'm, uh-huh. you know, we're sitting here talking about an instrumental album, but right, right. I, I'm, I'm constantly looking at improving, yeah. looking at learning new skills, learning new vocal technique, learning new mm-hmm. guitar techniques, mm-hmm. um, learning new instruments. Right, so. right. I think that's key in music, you know, like... Um, I recently uh, uh, heard Dave Grohl on a podcast. I, I don't remember the actual which podcast it was, but he said something about uh, he's like this music thing. Like my whole life, I've just been trying to figure it out. That's all I'm doing is trying to figure this out. You know, I heard that learning. too. Yeah. I, I heard that same one. Yeah. And yeah, uh, if you, if you stop learning, to me, you almost stop living. You got to always try right. new things. Right. You always got to try. You know. Um, my family loves to travel. Mm-hmm. You know, my kids took up mountain biking. I joined right in with them. Right. Um, and we got a great tune out of it. Yeah. <laughs> so it really, it's to me, it's always about trying new things, mm-hmm. trying something different. Right, right. Cool. Well, um, how about, uh, like, are there other big life things that are inspiration for you, you know, outside of just other music and stuff you listen to? Um, Honestly, family. I mean, family. they keep me yeah. driving. I've got, you know, right. two teenage boys at this time. I'm uh, married. Right. Uh, you know, we're always, again, staying active, doing Busy. new things. Yeah. So that really becomes my inspiration. Nice. Oh, that's awesome. I love it. I love it. Uh, we are here talking to Rich Liga. Uh, his latest album is called Speechless. A uh, bunch of instrumental guitar stuff. Um, if you've been listening, uh, cool. If you haven't been, check it out. Um, we've got a couple more tracks to play for you, so stick with us. Um, Rich, so so um, when you sit down to write a song, um, is it just, you know, we talked a little, we touched on a little bit with the uh, digital studio stuff, you know, where you can loop something and get an idea in your head. Um, is that how it always goes down or do you have like a specific process, like you get the rhythm down, then you do the melody or is it just whatever comes? Whatever I'm feeling at the moment. Um, okay. I would say 90% of the time I have to have a drum beat there to okay. build on. Right. Because um, right. to me, really, it's all about kind of that feeling. Um, going back to uh, 19 Spiral, there is no drum beat. That just yeah. kind of came out of uh, 
the feeling I was in at the moment. Uh-huh. But 90% of the time, I have to have some sort of beat. And a lot of times, I'll just take a simple 4-4 beat, right. program it in there, write a guitar riff, and then I go back and I change that ah, beat change to match to the riff. The riff. Cool. Um, so, yeah, the, the, the whole digital recording world has really changed the way I progress my music, the way that I write my music. Um, you know, and I, I think I made this comment before. You put it on tape, it's on tape, and it's there. Right, right. You don't go back and change yeah, it. Yeah, you can't now, just move it here and there. Um, you know, it's like slice and dice. You, yeah. You know, you, <laughs> I, and then yeah. a lot of times I, that's how I come up with the rhythm, but then I try to record the melodies mm-hmm. in one take okay. or as much of a take as I can to uh-huh. really keep it the continuity of it going okay to yeah. keep the, you know the flow going to keep the consistency of the song uh-huh nice nice very nice um well let's let's uh, get back into another track here uh we are talking to rich liga and uh his new album is called speechless here's another track off of it this one is called life cycles you're listening to the sound right here on 89.5 kqal <laughs> Life Cycles, that's from Speechless. That's the latest record from, uh, or the latest album, I should say, from Rich Liga. <laughs> there we I go with record, record you know. It always, yeah. It um, hasn't been released on vinyl yet, so right. maybe do someday. Have, do you have uh, physical copies, like CDs or anything? Or? Um, I have not done physical copies with my last two okay. um, recordings, mm-hmm. albums. Um, when this all started um, years ago... Um, 2001, I released an album called Porphyria. Mm-hmm. That was the oh, name yeah. of the band. Um, Window to the Soul was the name of the album. The reason I went with that is because that I wanted it to sound like a rock band. You know, I didn't want right. Rich Liga. I didn't want, you know, I wanted this band, but I didn't have a band recording. So I, I right. released that album. Um, then I got into the band Unseen. Mm-hmm. Um, we released an album in 2006. And then Hollowed Ground, as you mentioned, we released an album in 2011. All of that was, I did all the production, all the recording, oh, wow. everything. I, cool. I did everything out of my studio for all of these albums. Um, all the way up until the current album, the most recent. Mm-hmm. Um, but along with that production, I work with a distribution company. 
Okay. So I get the final master made. I get everything done. I send it out to a distribution company. They, the original album Porphyria. The reason I brought that up is because I ordered a thousand copies of that record uh-huh. or CD. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, well, there we go. Um, I ordered a thousand copies of that and had it digitally distributed. That uh-huh. was back when digital nice. was just getting started. Yeah, you know, yeah. so. I paid a pretty penny to have that done, uh-huh. right? So I've made my money back. I've you know, and okay. I've still got cool. a couple copies of that left. <laughs> nice. Um, but then with the as we progressed with the albums, I didn't spend that much on them. I went more into a digital field, right? Right. Yeah. And now uh, that for a long time that was the biggest ticket was digital. Now. It seems like vinyls coming back. Right. I've even seen yeah. cassettes coming back. I know. I know. You know, it's it, it, crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, everything's got its cycle that it goes yeah, through, I guess. I guess so. you know? And uh, for right now, yes, everything is digital. But what happened is uh, I switched distributors. I went to a different distribution okay. company and I've basically got it, it's not a contract, but I've got an agreement with a, distri- a distributor and they're not charging me for the distributions that I'm doing for digital. Okay. So I would have to pay for the copies, but the distributions are free unless it's a cover tune, then there's a licensing fee. Okay. I pay a uh, royalties basically. Right, right. To use this tune. So if you I mean I've got a YouTube channel out there, I've got a website, uh-huh. I've got all okay. this stuff. And the YouTube channel, if you go out there, there are a couple of cover tunes that I recorded videos for. Oh nice. Um you know you talk about inspiration, I've got a uh, a cover of a Johnny Cash tune that I did my own way. You yeah, know? yeah. Um, Folsom Prison, right? Yep, Folsom yeah, Prison Blues. Yeah, and then that. just recently, um, just before I released this album, I released a version of Johnny Be Good. Yeah, I saw that too. Very um, cool. <laughs> so all that's out there on YouTube, and you know, you just go to YouTube and look up my name, Rich Liga, uh-huh. and it's out there, um, nice. along with all of the copies of my albums. I formed them into playlists on my YouTube. Because they're on YouTube Music, they're on Spotify, they're on iTunes, Mm -hmm. they're on Amazon. So whatever your favorite distributor is, they're they're a place where you get your music. It's there. Uh Cool. Oh, that's excellent. Um, In fact, I think maybe at the end we should play one of those. (laughs) <laughs> play like the Johnny, B. you know, because so, that's newer, right? The Johnny B. Um, one. it's newer for me. Yeah, I just yeah. it was more of a recent release for me. Yeah, so yeah, okay. Well, since we're you know we're talking about releases and stuff like that, um, you mentioned we've mentioned Hallowed Ground a few times here. Um, do you guys have any shows coming up with the band with Hallowed Ground? Um, actually, we took a lot of time off as okay. most active yeah, musicians did this last year, year right? Yeah. There's not a lot of places hiring. Right. There's not a lot of concerts going on. There's not a lot of live music, anything going on. Right. Um, this year, well, last year, take that back, we were supposed to play for Ashley for the Arts. Oh, wow. Um, nice. But because it was canceled, we obviously didn't. And mm-hmm. it was kind of in the middle of that whole streak of us not playing. So... Just recently, we have started practicing again and kind of getting things back together. Um, and we will be performing at Ashley for the Arts this year. Okay, nice. Um, we do have a couple of tentative shows, but I'm not going to announce them because um, I'm not 100% yet. Right, but a couple right. of you know town festivals, little things in the area. Nice. So excellent. Ashley for the Arts, that's a cool gig. Yeah, that should be a fun show. Um, you know, I... Obviously, there's been a lot of people there and national acts right, on, yeah. you know, you got multiple stages with national acts, local bands, uh-huh. um, all kinds of entertainment. So Awesome. Oh, that'll be a great time. 
Cool. Um, so, so for these, uh, like the tentative dates and stuff like that, where can people find out about shows when they're happening? Like, uh, you know, when you do finally release the dates and stuff like that, there's a, a lot of media out there. Um, honestly, things, you know, with everything that's gone on the last year or the nothing that's gone on right, last yeah, year, yeah. um, you can go, we have a, a Facebook page for okay. our band. Nice. Um, I have a personal musician facebook page so it's right. you know facebook at you know rich liga because mm-hmm. um, you do solo stows, shows too right i do solo acoustic shows mm-hmm. um most of that's cover some original there mm-hmm. i also i play with hollowed ground as you mentioned right um i write and record which i don't generally perform a lot of that live because i okay. do everything in the studio you know right. it's it, it's literally just to get my ideas and my original stuff out there uh-huh um do you ever take the uh, solo stuff and like the instrumental stuff and do it with the band or um, hollow ground? No, we haven't because okay. a lot of it is really guitar orientated. Right. And uh, there, a lot of times there are two guitar tracks kind of intertwining. Oh. Okay. And hollowed ground is a three piece band. Right. You know, yeah. a bass player, a drummer, and, and me you. playing guitar yeah. and vocals. So. Right. Right. Okay. Okay. That'd be kind of cool to see sometime. <laughs> I have thought about it. Believe yeah. me, I've thought about it um, just to get my stuff out there a little bit more and performing uh, live. But right. um, no, we really, we really haven't pushed that too much because we've kind of leaned a little bit more towards the covers and right. just kind of, yeah. you know, the local scene around here it, covers just, really go over a lot better than the original stuff. So. Right. Right. Nice. Well. Um, so Facebook is probably one of the better places to. There's find out Facebook. What shows are. I've got my personal website, which mm-hmm. is richliga.com, and I okay. also list anytime I'm performing. Okay. So, so no if it's with what. the band, I'll literally put a little byline: hallowed cool. ground performing this date, um, or solo show performing this date. So there's richliga.com. There's hallowedgroundband.com, which is specifically for the band. Mm-hmm. Um, we're out there on Facebook. Um, where else there's a couple of media outlets that we're on um bandcamp or mm, i really haven't reverb. used bandcamp but uh reverb nation okay reverb nation i've I've, I've, yeah. I've got both again my personal account and the band account on okay. reverb nation if anybody's nice. fans of that so mm-hmm. yeah there's so many. There's so many places to go now for music. Right. Know? And I try to just keep it simple. I think Facebook mm-hmm. is probably the most popular. Right. So yeah. I made sure something was there. And then uh, Reverb Nation has some, it can tie into other things. So I just, when I post stuff on there, it kind of goes It'll out. Go and out. Okay. obviously it's been a little slow the last year. So things haven't been yeah. um, always up to par, but I am definitely uh, now that we're going to be booking again, I want to make sure everything's up to date there so people can mm-hmm. check those sites out and you'll know when and where I'm playing, when and where the band's playing, right? Um, right. when I'm having new releases. Mm, um, but yeah, just follow me on Rich Liga Music. That's probably the quickest way because I announce band, solo, everything. Um, Rich Liga Music on Facebook. Okay. All right, cool. So Facebook, Rich Liga Music on Facebook, or um, I'm assuming Hallowed Ground on Facebook. Would yep. would see the Hallowed Ground shows. Yep. Um, great. Uh, well, we've been here talking to Rich Liga. Uh, his latest album is called Speechless. Um, some killer guitar stuff. If you've been listening, you know that. Um, if not, well, hold on. we got an, one more track for you. Um, 
so richliga.com as we were saying um richliga music on facebook um, those will have all all your shows right you know whether it's with the band and stuff like that right and so. it's a little slow right now but i'm hoping things you know once things start clearing up i mean things are starting to get back to normal so yeah, yeah. um hopefully you know it'll be back to almost fully back to normal soon and right. we'll be doing a little more for shows but shows. Cool. um yeah our uh, schedule is looking a little thin right now but right um, Hopefully it fills up. I, I have a feeling that's going to take off pretty soon. Yeah, probably, probably. All right, well, uh, we got one more track. Uh, Layered Funk is what we're going to play for you. That's the last track on the record or album, uh, <laughs> depending on how <laughs> old you are, I guess. Uh, Rich, thanks so much for joining us tonight. It was a pleasure to talk to you. Um, it's been too long, man. Yeah, Way it has. too long, you know, so right. it's good to see you. Yeah, good seeing you too, and thanks for inviting me down. Um, it's been a pleasure being here. Right, right. Um, oh, and I just want to mention, because um, we do have the Hallowed Ground record on the shelf here in the studio, so um, anyone out there who's a fan, give us a call and request it. So so the, this last tune that we're going to play, Layered Funk, um, can you tell us a little bit about this? Because it sounds like you know we were talking a little bit before, and there's a little story behind this, how that came about. Well, a little bit about how I write, we were talking. and. Right. I said sometimes I just literally create a drum loop. Mm-hmm. And if you listen to this song as, I don't want to call my own music boring, right? But right. as boring as a drum loop can be, <laughs> if you listen to this song, that's all it is. I did no additions. I did no fills. Oh, I did nothing. It literally is a drum loop. And when I started coming up with the bass line, it was kind of a funky bass line. Uh-huh. So hence the name layered funk right um just playing this bass line over and over and i use that bass line literally to kind of dial in my bass tone okay um it it really is how i dialed in the bass tone for this whole album the effects that i use on it the you know getting it dialed in just right so it was another one of those songs where I dialed in my bass tone. I'm like, hey, this actually sounds kind of cool. So then I layered right. some pieces on it and layered some more and layered some more. And I literally just left the drum track a drum loop. Nice. There's, It's as simple <laughs> as it can be. Oh, I love it. I love it. That's awesome. And it does have a cool bass sound, too. So uh, it, it worked for dialing that in. You yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah, it was. It was uh, It was a fun fun record to make. Record. Right. There we there go again. We go with the records. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, here it is. This is Layered Funk from Rich Liga. This is off his album Speechless, and you're listening to The Sound on 89.5 KQAL.
Thanks again to Rich Liga for joining us tonight on The Sound. For more of Rich's music, search Rich Liga on your favorite streaming service or check out Hollowed Ground on Facebook. For more deep dives into local and regional albums, tune into The Sound every Wednesday night at 6 right here on 89.5 KQAL. I'm Briley Harris, and we've just heard from Rich Liga on The Sound. Thanks for listening to The Sound. The Sound is produced by KQAL-FM on the campus of Winona State University. Visit us online at kqal.org. Theme music for the sound provided by Mike Terrell of Fires of Denmark.